0: At Birch Meadow, we agree, we respect each other equally. We are lie to making friends, but we didn't it till the end. At Birch Meadow, we believe, all the goals we will achieve, the goals and rules we will obey, which we'll follow every day. At Birch Meadow,
1: we don't fight, can't you see it? that's what's right. Sportsmanship is what we need, it help each other to succeed. At first, no matter, we agree to respect each other equally. We all like to make new friends, we'll be together till the end. We'll be together till the end. We'll be together till the end. We'll to the Bridge Meadoway podcast. In our episodes this school year, students will debate about the US states and partnerships. Each segment will be a debate about two states. They will discuss which state is better to visit. Some topics include landmarks, waterways, attractions, and history. We did a lot of research, but we had to pick the highlights or the segments would be too long. All the states are discussed except Massachusetts. We skip Massachusetts because that's where we live. We know you will learn a lot about the United States by listening to these episodes. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening, listening, and, and we, we hope, hope you enjoy, enjoy it. Hi, I am Alice, and I'm going to be telling you why Hawaii is the best state. Hi, I'm Grace and I'm going to be telling you why Rhode Island is the best state. First, why don't we talk about the best time of year for our states? Great idea! The best time to visit Rhode Island is between September to the beginning of November, because it's usually sunny and partly cloudy. And two, it's pretty much 70 to 50 degrees, so the best time to visit is in the fall. And there's hardly that much rain, so you don't have to worry about that. That sounds really nice, but Hawaii has beautiful weather all year around, Generally, the best weather in Hawaii is in June, July, and September. This is when travelers can expect the least amount of rainfall along with more water temperatures. However, Hawaii has pretty great weather year-round. After all, the Aloha State experiences only two seasons. The average temperature range is between 65 degrees as a low and 82 degrees as a high year round. Well, that sounds great, but if all you get is usually warm weather, you're missing out on all the fun stuff that you can do in the winter, like sledding, skiing, snowball fights, and some other fun stuff that Rhode Island has. Hmm, if you like winter, I can see that, but if you like the beach all year round, Hawaii may be the best place for you how about if we compare history in our states next that sounds great i'll start in rhode island the door rebellion it almost made the it almost made the whole state have a civil war against each other a man named thomas wilson door tried to seize the providence armory by force but failed and fled the state but then he came back again to hold a people's legislature at Chepachet. but when an army of 2,500 marched to Gloucester, Dorr's movement fell apart and he fled the state a second time. But again, he came back, but this time got arrested. Wow, I've never heard about Dorr Rebellion. That's really interesting. Rhode Island does have Some interesting history in Hawaii, though, the Pearl Harbor Memorial is one of the most important historical landmarks in the United States. On December 7, 1941, the Japanese military launched a surprise attack on the U.S. Naval Base at Pearl Harbor. The attack killed 2,403 service members and wounded 1,178 more and sank or destroyed six U.S. ships. They also destroyed 169 U.S. Navy and Army Air Corps planes. The attack on Pearl Harbor was an important battle during World War II. Well, that also sounds interesting. Sounds like both were a big part of American history. Grayson, maybe we should talk about the waterways next in our state next. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. Why don't you start this time? Okay, well, Hawaii is a group of islands in the Pacific Ocean. There are channels between the islands. Modern maps show that there are, are 360 streams in Hawaii Islands. However, because of the small size of the Islands in comparison to continental areas, there are very few rivers anywhere big enough for a boat. In the islands, so Hawaiian islands may have beautiful oceans all year around, but no real rivers to speak of. There are lots of waterways in Rhode Island, but the most known is probably Narragansett Bay because it belonged to Native Americans before today. And even though it's one of the smallest states, it's really rich because it's because of its well-known fishing. Sounds like Rhode Island has both oceans and rivers. Hmm, well maybe we should talk about landmarks next. I have some great ones in Hawaii. How about in Rhode Island? There's some pretty good things in Newport, including the amazing mansions like the Elms and Marble House, and but there are a lot more. One other great landmark in Newport is the Newport Cliffs. It's cool because there's a great view and you can go for a nice 3.5 mile long walk. Well, Grace, and mansions and cliffs are pretty cool, but what about active hot lava? So beautiful and tropical that the whole state is like a landmark for its national beauty. For example, Volcano National Park is a, gra- is a great landmark to visit because it has active volcanoes established in 1916. Hawaii Volcanoes National Park includes 335,259 acres or about 523 square miles. The park climbs from sea level to more than 13,000 feet, has two active volcanoes and covers six of the Earth's climate zones. This is really special to Hawaii because it, other states don't have active volcanoes. People can visit regularly and safely. Who doesn't want to see a, a live volcano with Hawaii? Well, no, I do want to see volcanoes, but I still like mansions. Mansions are pretty cool. Historical sites are cool. Landmarks are cool. There's so much to see in every state. I would love to see them all, in all states. Yeah, I wonder what the other states have. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. Hi, I'm Carolyn and I will be representing Utah for our debate. Hey there, my name is Cam and today I will be Arkansas in this debate. These are completely different states, so this will be an interesting debate. I wonder who will win this amazing debate. I'm rooting for Utah, but let's start. As you already know, Arkansas is probably better than Utah. First, we will share when the best times to come to Utah and Arkansas are. Hey, you can't say that yet, and we haven't even started the debate, but whatever, let's just start. Okay, let's start. I will go first. The best times to visit Utah are in April, May, and June, as well as the months of August, September, and October they are the best times to visit utah as the temperatures are mild and the nature is either blossoming or turning a beautiful shade of orange red and brown it's also really good to go then because there are national parks like arches or zion and maybe even Capitol reef they're all amazing and that's only a couple examples some other fun stuff is that in the summer you can go and do tours at Monument Valley, but I'll explain what that is later. It's also fun in the winter too, because you can ski on mountains and skiing resorts in Utah. That makes me want to go there. The best times to come to Arkansas is in the months of May through August, because it is really warm, and it is also high in humidity during this time. The reason why this is, is because where the state is located, you can also do many activities like going to diamond mines with your friends and family. You also, you also may want to go to Hot Springs National Park. Hot Springs National Park is a big land with many hot springs that blast water into the sky. Wow, that's really cool. But did you know Arkansas has over 100 faults, which are earthquakes, per year? I would hate that to happen in Utah. It sounds risky because it could damage stuff like trees, power lines, and maybe even your house. So it would be way worse because you could get unlucky when you visit because an earthquake could happen at any time. True, but at least Arkansas doesn't have arches that could collapse at any second or people dropping like flies and literally falling off those arches because there have been two deaths from people falling off an arch also the temps the temperatures can get to a high of 81 degrees oof that's true but it does get pretty hot in utah but it's a dry heat Mm -hmm. a fun fact is utah is one of the driest states in the country but anyways let's get on to the landforms and waterways category okay let me start one of the biggest lakes in arkansas is called lake washita it is Arkansas's biggest lake ranging at sixty three miles long and thirty six miles wide. Plus you can go fishing and boating in this area. There is also a there is also a diamond mine in Arkansas that is for the public. If you if you find a diamond you must know that it's finders keepers. Wow, that's really cool. I want to go to a diamond mine. But Utah has the Great Salt Lake, which is 75 miles long and 35 miles wide. It ha- it also has a sunset cruise. You can enjoy a beautiful sunset on the Magnificent Lake. You can launch a kayak or a boat on the marina. We do have a sunset cruise, but Arkansas has a sunset tour. But it's probably not as good as the cruise, though. Whoa, I didn't know that about the Great Salt Lake. But I bet Utah doesn't have a diamond mine but even if they did, I don't think it would be for the public to use. And we also have a marina, just just so you know. And yeah, the tour probably isn't as good as the cruise. Okay, you're right, but when are Diamond Mines fun when you could have other fun stuff, like an amazing amusement park called Lagoon Amusement Park, that is the second oldest in America. Arkansas does have many amusement parks though, just not as old as your amusement park. Arkansas is great the way it is. Okay, yes. Arkansas is good the way it is. But we have had also a very, very old wooden roller coaster. Okay, that sounds really cool. But let's move on. Next, we will be telling you about the amazing attractions in our state. I will start us off with one of the cooler places in my state. It is called the Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge. It is located in turpentine creek. The TCWR is a refuge for wild cats that were abandoned or got separated from their families. They all they have wild cats like lions, tigers, bobcats and many more. The TCWR is open to the public, so it's like a it's like a mini zoo but just for wild cats. Mm. That's really cool. In Utah we love animals. We don't have a wildlife refuge for wild cats because we don't want the animals to be caged up. We want them to be free. People in Utah like to visit national parks and see animals that are not caged up and have more freedom. They can hunt or forage like they naturally do. The reason the wild cats are caged up is one because most are injured and can't return to the wild. And two, you can't just let them out into the wild because it's not their natural habitat. They're sometimes placed in zoos. But the wildlife refuge has the food that the wild cats need to survive. And they work hard to have big enclosures that that are like the animal's natural habitat. Oh, that's so cute. I want a mini zoo. In Utah, we, they have a bird refuge in, Bry- in Brigham City. It sounds pretty cool to visit just like the Wildcat Refuge in Arkansas. In Utah, they have a bird refuge, but one of my attractions is Monument Valley. It's a really cool and pretty valley that you can walk through on a tour, see cool animals, and make memories. It's one of the most photographed places on Earth because of how pretty it, the valley is. And it has a giant sandstorm rock formation that, is, that has been sculpted over time and around 400 to 1,000 feet above the valley's ground. Whoa, I didn't know that. You, had a, you have a bird refuge. That is so cool. One other campus attraction in Arkansas is Hot Springs National Park. Here you'll find geysers, a.k.a. Hot Springs. There's lots of wildlife in this area, like foxes, deer, and many more. That's cool. I want to visit Hot Springs National Park, but let's move on to historical events. Okay, let's go. I'm excited because I have a couple good ones. This time I can start. In Utah, one of the historical events is the Mormons. You can't really talk about Utah without mentioning the Mormons. So the Mormons came all the way from Illinois and walked to Utah. But they made it and sadly took over Native American land and forced them to live on smaller land, and now almost half of Utah are Mormon. That is sad about the Native Americans getting kicked off their land. Now let me share some of my historical events. There are many events in Arkansas, like when Arkansas became a state on June 15, 1836. But one that really sticks out is when Arkansas left the United States to fight against the North in the Civil War. It was in 1861 that the Civil War started. 1865 was when the war ended, and Arkansas rejoined the United States. I don't want to be rude, but wasn't Arkansas fighting to keep slavery, not fighting against it? My state never even had slavery to start. Yes, that's true, but I don't recall Utah fighting in the Civil War for either side. Utah was not a state until 1896, and the Civil War was in 1861 to 1865. Yes, some people from Utah did decide to go fight in the East. Utah was loyal to the Union, though. The Union was a group of states that were fighting to get rid of slavery. Some of the states that were in the Union were Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, and many more. And I'm pretty sure that we were hoping the North would win. I'm probably happy they did. Okay, that makes sense why you weren't in the war, but now slavery is gone. But in conclusion to our debate, our last category is the Native Americans that used to live in our states. I will start us off with one of the Native American nations that are really important to Arkansas. is the Caddo Nation. They had many jobs like farming or trading with other nations or tribes. The woman, the woman, the women, took care of the children and did the cooking. They also made the clothing out of animal skins, while the men went into the woods and did the hunting they needed to get the food they needed. But when the early settlers landed in the United States, they they pushed all the Native American nations and tribes from their homes. Sadly, the settlers got new diseases that their bodies were not used to, and they died. So sad. But Utah's Native Americans were the Ute and the Anasazi tribes. And when the Mormons came, they forced the Native Americans out of their home. And like you mentioned, also brought diseases that killed most of the Native Americans because their bodies couldn't fight it. And the Anasazi tribes were known for their rock dwellings, which ancestral Pueblo people built into cliff walls. The Utes were known for their tanned elk and deer hides, which they traded along with dried meat tools and weapons. The Utes were hunter-gatherers. They moved from place to place frequently as they gathered food for their families. Ute men hunted deer, elk, buffalo and small game. Ute women gathered roots, pine nuts, seeds, and fruit. You Native Americans also enjoyed eating grasshoppers and other insects. I think that sounds like a really cool place to live. It must be really fun to visit. It must be cool waking up and seeing all the sights and sounds of Utah. You you could also go skiing at Deer Valley Resort or go to Lag- Lagoon Amusement Park, the second oldest amusement park in the United States, by the way. I could say the same thing about Arkansas. Visiting an animal refuge sounds really cool, and I want to visit Arkansas to go to a diamond mine. It sounds a bit dark and wet in the cave, but it also sounds really cool. Watch the geyser come up at Hot Springs National Park. It sounds fun, and yes, we do have a bird refuge, but not a wildcat refuge. But a wildcat refuge sounds really fun. After this debate, I believe they are both amazing states, so they're both great to visit. Listeners, have you decided where you would want to visit and what state you think sounds better to travel to? Speaking of traveling, depending on where you live, think about how long each flight is. If you live somewhere far away from these states, it might be harder to travel. But if you live close, and if you think about how much money... It would be because when you live farther, it's more money. If you have kids, it would be even harder to travel to the states. Yeah, that's a good point, because if you live in Kansas, it would make more sense to go to Utah. But if you live in Tennessee, it would make more sense to go to Arkansas, because they're closer to your state. If you're listening with someone, ask them what state they thought sounded better. Thank you for listening to this debate about Arkansas and Utah. You can decide for yourself which state you think won this debate. We hope you liked our segment, and remember you can listen to more of the state debate episodes. I'm Cam, and I was Arkansas. And I'm Carolyn, and I was Utah. We hope you have enjoyed this debate with Utah and Arkansas. Thank Thank you you for for listening. listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hi, my name is Jason. And my name is
0: Charlotte. We are going to debate about which state is better, South Carolina or Nevada? Nevada is definitely the better state to visit. Okay, whatever. Let's see
1: what is the best time to visit Nevada and South Carolina. The best times to visit Nevada are March to May and September to November. When it is 50 to 80 degrees outside, December, January, and February get too cold for outside activities. And June, July, and August get too hot to be outside. In South
0: Carolina, the best time for the beach is June through August because it is hot and humid. April through May and September through October are best for outdoor activities because it isn't too hot or too cold.
1: Wow. June, July, and August are really hot for both of our states, but in Nevada, it is a dry desert heat, and in South Carolina, it's a humid tropical heat.
0: Yeah, you're right. Let's finish talking about weather, and let's move on to talking about attractions. Sounds good. Do you want me to start? Sure. There are many beaches in South Carolina because it's on the east coast of the Atlantic Ocean. Myrtle Beach is one of the best-known beaches with warm water, sandy beaches, shopping, golfing, theater, and an old-fashioned amusement park.
1: That's nice. Nevada isn't on the coast. However, we do have more than 20 lakes, including Lake Mead, Lake Tahoe, and Lake Las Vegas. Do you have any natural lakes? No,
0: but like I mentioned, South Carolina does have ocean beaches like Myrtle Beach. Does Nevada get up to 127 degrees?
1: Yes. Nevada doesn't have any ocean beaches, right? No, we don't have any ocean beaches, but we do have cities. Nevada's most visited cities are Las Vegas, Tahoe, and Reno. Reno is located in the northwestern part of Nevada. Las Vegas is located in the southeastern part of Nevada. They both have casino resorts and live entertainment. People like to go to Lake Tahoe to go on vacation. It is a popular spot for boating, biking, and water
0: skiing. That sounds amazing. South Carolina has a cool outdoor national park. The Congaree National Park is 18 miles from the capital city of Columbia. There are tall trees in the park that grow up to 150 feet tall. And you can go canoeing, kayaking, hiking, and camping. It is a great place for people who love nature and bird watching. There are forests, with
1: trails to enjoy. Cool. Nevada has Valley of Fire State Park in southeastern Nevada. It has red sandstone formations. They visit it because it has parks. You can camp there and have a picnic. South
0: Carolina also has big cities. The most visited cities are Columbia and Charleston. The city of Columbia is the capital of South Carolina and it's the center of the state's government. The city of Charleston has many museums, buildings, and restaurants. It also has the oldest garden in the United States. You can take boats or bus tours of the city to learn about its history.
1: Wow, that's really interesting. In Nevada, the most visited city is Las Vegas. Las Vegas has more than 20 large hotels. They also have big landmarks that are made in Las Vegas that are popular in other states and countries, like the Eiffel Tower and the Statue of Liberty. Let's talk about the history of our states. Okay,
0: who's going first? I'll go first. The Cherokee Nation still lives in the upcountry, upstate northwestern area of South Carolina. They made homes from trees, mud, and bark. They speak the Iroquois language. In 1740, Sir Alexander Cumming made a treaty that ne- needed people will only trade with the English. The Cherokee didn't participate in the Trail Chir- of Tears. The Cherokee gave their last land away t- to South Carolina in 1816. The S- South Carolina government let the Cherokee stay on the land. They still live in the upcountry today.
1: My state's Native American tribe is called Northern Paiute. Paiutes Homes were wickiups and tippets. They hunted and gathered and used bows and arrows as tools. When they wanted to make crafts, they used Indian baskets, beadwork, and pottery. The Europeans introduced horses to North America. The Paiutes then could travel quicker and further. They still live in Las Vegas today, but there isn't many of them.
0: Next in South Carolina's history, there were battles in the Revolutionary War that took place in south carolina one battle that took place in south carolina was called Cowpens battle on J- january 17 1781 against regular british army troops rather than loyalist volunteers and south carolina became the eighth state on may 23rd
1: 1788. wow nevada's history was different My state became the 36th state in the U.S. on the 31st of October 1864. It was popular for gold being found. People started going there to find gold and it then started a gold rush. Another historical event was when Las Vegas celebrated their 100th year as a city. It was important because it was the most popular city. That was
0: amazing. South Carolina left the United States to fight for the South and the American Civil War.
1: Nevada has Civil War history too. Nevada became the second of two states added to the Union during the Civil War and became known as the Battle Born State. The United States obtained Nevada from Mexico from the Mexican War. It was originally claimed by Spain and then Mexico later in 1851 the first european settlement happened in genoa also europeans came to south carolina
0: in the 1600s okay let's talk about famous people
1: now okay do you want to go first sure did
0: you know that jesse jackson was a civil rights leader and he was born in south carolina no And boxer Joe Frazier was born in South Carolina. Also shoeless Joe Jackson was born in South Carolina. He played for the White Sox and he was involved with a conspiracy where he cheated to lose. They bet that they were going to lose. Another famous person from South Carolina is Kevin Garnett. He, he led the Celtics to the NBA championship in 2008.
1: Cool. My state's important people were Sarah Wanamaka, Amy Pundy and Andre Agassi. I'll start with Sarah Wanamaka. Sarah Wanamaka was a well-known Native American. She spoke against mistreatment about Native Americans and also was an author. She was also an interpreter in the U.S. Army. She was a very important person. The next famous person in my state was called Andre Agassi. He was one of the most dominating tennis players in the world in the 1990s to 2000s. He won several gold medals in different states and countries. He was also a very important tennis player to the world and was an expert at tennis. The last famous person in my state is called Amy Pundy. She was a top-ranked snowboarder model actress and motivational speaker she lost her legs when she was snowboarding but did not give up on snowboarding she helped design prosthetic legs that would work with all sports she also
0: won several world cup gold medals wow we talked about a lot
1: of different topics yeah we really did do you think both states are great absolutely i guess the listeners can decide thank Thank you you for for listening. listening We know you like learning about the states. We hope you will share this podcast with other people so they can learn about the states too. Remember, there are more episodes to listen to. Thank you for listening to the Birch Meadow Way podcast.